wow, that that started out like a Beatles tune a little bit from like <laughs> you know the early seventies, and then yeah. just kind of went straight into the seventies. So <laughs> early kind of seventy flower happy shiny people type yeah. music. What's it called? So this is today. Nothing can implode again by Greg Hoffman. There you go. Okay. Oh, do you have you have uh, from your I, face? I'm gonna guess maybe. So I have a little bit. The thing is at. On each of his videos, he'll have a little description of, like, what he was thinking of when he came up with it. Some of them were commissioned, some of them were just he did. And I found that most of them don't have, like, a clear story as to how they came from. It's just like, oh, I felt like doing a upbeat guitar piece. So right. that that's really all it was, but I liked it, so. Okay, cool. It's so also, a lot of them have, like, long names that, like, I'd have to struggle to not miss say, so... I'm trying to yeah, find. But no one's listening. You know, no one who like reads, his, you know, listens oh, to his music listens to us. So, right. You know, I mean, maybe who knows? Maybe like <laughs> I just offended the Greg Hoffman fan club that. Uh, oh yeah. That that listens to uh, that listens to us. Um, so anyway, let me uh, introduce myself. I'm Did your host guide and sometimes provocateur. I'm welcome to the 15th episode of So There's That the podcast, which is pretty nuts. I mean, pretty I keep good, looking yeah. at the number and going like. That's over three months. Like, yeah. that's, we're approaching four months. Wow, it just keeps, yeah. Which is usually how, that's how months go. Yeah, you know, three, three then, then four. Yeah. And then four. You know, I may not be a mathlete, <laughs> but I, I, I know how, uh, I know that works. So let me introduce my sidekick and co-host, Dante. Hello, I'm Dante. Yes, you are. Uh, so how, uh, how was your week? Uh, it's been good. I was, uh, um, away at Gen Con, which is a gaming convention in Indianapolis, which is, like, far north america um far north america far north america yeah right below canada right below canada yes um and that is a convention which i actually got the statistic for that had sixty-one thousand four hundred and twenty-three people approximately yeah approximately that was there that was their attendee listing that they had so um and and what kind of what kind of convention is it a gaming convention so it's like uh role-playing games like Dungeons and Dragons and... And Dungeons and Dungeons and Dungeons. And Dungeons, yeah. Um, so, yeah. No, and, was... and, and like, collectible card games, like oh, Magic true. Yeah. Together, So, yeah, right? it's, it's all that. It's Magic, it's um, figure, like, uh, miniature stuff, it's... Yeah. Tabletop gaming, Table- um, yeah. Ogre, yeah. like, Steve yeah, yeah. Jackson games. Yep. Who, um, who's there? Yes, yes. And, uh, no, lots of, like, all walks of gaming are there. And, uh, no, it's um little... Uh, four-day convention, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, did lots of gamings of all walks of life. Um, uh, didn't actually play any Dungeons & Dragons, all things. So, all things considered. We actually just watched an episode of Gravity Falls. Yeah. That was called, what, Dungeons, Dungeons, Dungeons. & Dungeons. Yep. Right? Uh, which was a parody of, obviously, oh, yeah. Dungeons & Dragons. I worked at this. I, actually, I hadn't even thought about this. Um, I, I worked at AOL Games back in 1996, and... My first, God, like two months, two, three months in, I worked Gen Con when oh. it was in Milwaukee before wow. it moved to yeah. Indianapolis. And so I got to work the AOL Games booth. This is when AOL Games had playable games and okay. premium type games like Gemstone and Kesmai games, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, I'm there. We set up our booth and AOL goes down. It crashes. It crashes for, oh, geez, I want to say 26 hours. Wow. It was down. We made headlines 
literally wow. newspapers around the country. The newspaper that gets handed out at every hotel, USA Today had it as a headline, AOL wow. offline, down for, I think, again, it was 26 hours. And the only, you know, and everyone, of course, everyone comes by the booth, makes fun of you. Right. The only thing that I had that I, I could actually try to summon was that they thought they had discovered life on Mars. Obviously, they had. Right. Yeah. But they thought they had discovered life on Mars. And that was a smaller lead than <laughs> AOL being down for 26 hours. So I just tried wow. to parlay it into you see how much AOL is integral to a part of your life, yada, yada, yeah. yada. Uh, but yeah, I guess that was the first and, and last time. I, I don't think I went to Gen Con. Okay. Maybe I have. I don't know. I want, right. but there was uh that was X-Files, X-Files. And so I met a few of the lone gunmen there. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and probably a lot of the same places were still, <laughs> were still there. And they also had the safe house, which oh, was the right. really cool bar, spy bar in Milwaukee that you, it, um it was a front. Like it had a thing that it looks like it was a secretary and there was an elevator <laughs> and you had to go in and you had to give the special password, the code word to be able to get inside of this restaurant bar. And if you didn't, you had to do silly, stupid dances or whatever. Right. And there were cameras in there watching from up from the bar itself. So anyone who was at the bar drinking could watch. And then uh, there was, um, for people who paid to become a member, uh-huh. you had your own secret entrance through wow. like a laundromat or a delicatessen. And if you said the password, and like showed them something, you'd be able to walk through the back and then get in. So it was like totally spy That's motif. really cool. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And I, um, God, I haven't been to Indianapolis in forever. But Milwaukee was cool. Milwaukee was a lot of fun. Had a lot of great German restaurants. Uh, and I know the, the gaming community was very depressed uh, when it finally left uh, Milwaukee. But I don't think Milwaukee was probably big enough yeah. to support how many thousand? 61,000. 61,000. Yeah. 61,000. No, it's really cool because like that's pr I think the biggest convention I've ever been to and it doesn't feel as big as it is because the people there at least seem to know how to organize it such that I mean the dealer's room is always crowded but that's true of every convention but like the lines are not oppressively long. It's not like San Diego. Right. Like San Diego Comic-Con I went to for, whatever, two years ago for the first and only time. And that, I mean, I got to go in as an industry professional, so I didn't have to wait yeah. any lines. But those lines are crazy. Yeah. And that's like, it's like 135,000 people who go there. I mean, right. they've actually had to cap capacity because there aren't enough hotel rooms yeah. to be able to support, yeah. the, to support the comic. So well, that's cool. That's cool. So, uh, so what? So what games? What games did you end up playing? Um, I played Pathfinder, which is like D anD D, but not quite. Because, yeah, but not as cool. <laughs> well, right? it, some would say it's cooler. It was made when Fourth Edition came out, and no one liked Fourth. Well, a lot of people did not like Fourth Edition Dungeons and Dragons. So a lot of the people that were working on it when it came out and didn't approve of it went off and built Pathfinder, which was like Third Edition plus. So it was for the people that still wanted to play that edition. But Wizard of the Coast wasn't supporting it anymore. So you know the people who who have know nothing about D and D. This is makes absolute oh, no, no sense you're to right. them you're whatsoever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's basically another version of D and D. Essentially, so. but yeah. So, um, but no, I have uh, Call of Cthulhu, which is the Cthulhu game. Um, <laughs> yes, I would think it has something to do with Cthulhu. Uh, Probably calling. Yeah. Maybe, of um, you know. Champions, which is a superhero game. Uh, God, bunch of stuff. 
Yeah. No, I was into all of that when I when I worked at AOL Games and and haven't really you know fell out of doing most of that. Uh, you know, I knew some right. of the folks who did Magic: The Gathering and and in fact still have most of the yeah. you know of the old cards of it uh yes i have a bunch of the power seven for, for those of you who know <laughs> stuff about magic uh so well cool that's that's yeah. uh that, no it's a lot awesome. of fun um uh, so what were you doing while i was away uh i was celebrating you know, <laughs> a little happy dance uh no i was in new york again and uh and I, I guess as an aside to Alex, who was very interested in the restaurants that I eat at, um, I went to Ruby Rosa. Oh, cool! Uh, on Mulberry, and across the street is Parm that that you've been. Oh, to, right, yeah. You know, and so uh, I had the uh, sausage broccoli ramen pizza <laughs> at Ruby Rosa, and I had the turkey house special sandwich and uh, and chicken parm sandwich that I shared. Both of them with a friend of mine. Alex it does not like when we talk about food, <laughs> uh, as far as I could tell. So it, it delights me to be able to talk about the various meals right. uh, that I have. I'll talk a little bit more about New York, I think, in the in the topic du jour, because I had some, uh, just some stuff's been building in my life, and, right. and it just sort of crystallized. But I guess uh, the other thing was I came home from, from New York, and uh, I, I took the Acela, which is usually like a two-hour and 20-minute train ride from mm-hmm. New York City to uh to bwy where i parked my car mm-hmm. and uh i left seven o'clock and hopped on the train and about 20 minutes later the train stops power goes out hit uh-huh. a section of the track where the power line came down wow. so there was no power oh my god and because the power line had fallen on the track they couldn't do anything oh, right because geez. they thought it might be a hazard yeah so we're on the middle track the track to the right works fine Track to the fine to the left works fine. So trains are going by. Boom, 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 boom. So three hours later, no air conditioning. Got up to about 105 degrees inside. Oh my goodness. Uh, they finally have another train stop next to ours, and we have to board. Wow. And it took me literally six hours to go from New York to BWI and then another hour to get home. So I can get yeah. home until two in the morning. Wow. So that was crazy. That is the worst train experience I've had. Yeah. But what was neat is, you know, again, being transgender, uh, you know, it, doing a train ride is sometimes, you don't know who you're going to sit next to. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, roulette game anyway. Right. right. You yeah. know, is, you know, seating bingo. So you, you never know who, who you're going to get. And so my first pa- my first seatmate, um, incredibly nice. Like even though we were in the quiet car, yeah. you know, once we stopped, we were kind of chit chatting a little bit, and and you don't always get that. You know, yeah. you get people who stare straight ahead, and they don't want anything to do with you. They don't know what to say. They don't know what to do. They may even dislike you. You know, and, right? And so it you you know you you never know. Yeah. And so delightful person next to me, very nice. When he left, he's like, "Hey, good luck getting home." Yada yada. And then, uh, and then I got on on the other train. I sat next to a woman who, turns out, uh, works alumni relations for University of Pennsylvania, where oh. I went to college. Yeah, and she was delightful, and we're chit chatting. We're not in the quiet car. We're yeah. chit chatting about different things, chatting about pen, and then I'm trying to close. You know where the the, the you know the uh, the table thing comes out. Yeah. So this is not in a cellar. This is a normal thing, and for some reason the table won't go up. And I'm pushing and I'm pushing and she's like, no, 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 don't, don't do that. I want you to break a nail. 
You know, and it was just, it was like, it was just neat. It yeah. was just, I had two terrific, you know, kind of yeah. seatmates for the trip, which, um, which is cool, which is cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I guess the other thing I did, which was on Saturday, is a friend of yours had her birthday on Friday. Oh, yeah. And uh, for whatever reason, uh, none of her friends, she wanted to go for a hike. Right. And, and you know, she had asked other people if she could get a ride. And I'm like, hey, do you still need the ride? Because I'm home. And she's like, yeah. So I told her. And then her friends couldn't make it. So she ended uh, up kind of saying, screw it. I'm just going to, you know, hang home with my with my folks for my birthday. And so I I um I texted her. I'm like, hey, you know, I've I read about this great trail in Great Falls. And she goes, Oh my God, that's where I wanted to go. Yeah. Billy Goat Trail in Great Falls, Maryland. Okay. Because I'd want to go with you and yeah. And uh so she goes, uh, screw it, let's go. Wow. So on no, that's that's cool. And this is my friend uh Kyoko. Yes, yes. Wow. No, that's awesome. Uh and uh so yeah, it was um it was neat. We we um we drove out there, and I didn't really know much about this, and you know wore my high tops, and and again, yeah. you know, I'm hiking as a girl, yeah. sort of thing. And uh, I mean, I'm a complete idiot. So I'm like, do I bring my purse? And she's like, no, you don't bring your damn purse. Okay, like just no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I got a bag, and we brought plenty of water. It was about 85, 90 degrees out, <laughs> and it was just it was a delightful That's it was awesome. a delightful you know afternoon. We ended up having to rock climb. Up a forty foot wow. know, incline, you know, it was a cliff. I mean, not like a cliff cliff, not yeah, a cliff, yeah, yeah. cliff, but it was a cliff cliff. Uh, you know, and you get to scramble up there, and the people in front of you are slow, so you get to kind of hang there and and wait, and you know, and you're out of breath when you get to the top. So, so Man. that that was cool. That was That's cool. Awesome. And then I said, hey, look, you want to grab lunch? Because you know, good workout. Yeah, I've burned a lot of calories, so oh, yeah. I'm allowed to splurge. So I pull out my phone. As Dante knows, this is what I do. I have every single restaurant that I like is in Yelp. Yep. And I hit what? I hit my bookmarks. So what's the closest bookmarked restaurant nearby? Shake Shack. Uh-huh. Tyson's Corner. <laughs> and I said, hey, have you ever been to uh, Shake Shack? She's like, no. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Uh, Yeah. So I take her to Shake Shack. Uh, again, Alex, you're welcome. <laughs> and uh, and she loved it. We got That's we fantastic. got two doubles yeah. uh, and, uh, and fries, which was just spectacular. Uh, and then, you know, you know, she's a girl. So we did some shopping in yeah. Tyson's Corner Mall, which is, you know, one of the bigger malls in the East Coast. Right. And uh, I got two new tops over at Eddie Bauer. I'm wearing one now. Really? Yeah, no, I really right, like it. Right, like V-neck and yeah. you know the sleeves. I think are actually cut really nice for me. Yeah. So I like yeah, that. I had a, I had a delightful time. Awesome. I had a, I had a, a delightful time. Um. So anyway, uh, I guess we should jump into corrections and clarifications. Yep. Uh, just two this week. Oh, cool. Uh, I was thinking last week you played the music. Yep. The opening music, and I I couldn't remember. I'm like, oh, it, was kind of, it sounds like Fringe. And then I realized later it was Sleepy Hollow. Yes, Sleepy that's, Hollow that's is what exactly it like. what that music yes. sounded like, and that's what I—that was the show I was trying to grab in my head. Right. The other comes from a couple of episodes ago. Okay. So, I in the Caitlyn, the second Caitlyn Jenner, right, episode, I talked about disrespect, and I talked about how certain people have been disrespectful to Caitlyn, and one is a comedian. And I pronounce this comedian's name D.L. Hewley, mm-hmm. and it's pronounced D.L. Hughley. Okay. And so I, I apologize. You know, look, I I don't agree with, with the jokes. I don't agree with the message. 
Right. Uh, but I, I apologize. I wasn't to show how out of touch I am about certain <laughs> things. Yeah. I uh, had no idea how to how to pronounce his name. So uh, any apology, you know, apologies to anybody uh, who, uh, who who thought I was doing that perhaps on purpose. Right. And trying to be rude. I was not. I was not. Yeah. I'm just a complete idiot. Uh, so that's that's it for that's it for corrections. Awesome. And uh, I guess I'd like to jump into updates and and. and Start this by saying I've been getting feedback on and off for a couple weeks now that uh, this podcast is too long. You know, we've been uh, pushing yeah. two hours a lot. We've been pushing an hour and a half a lot. And I, look, I don't I don't disagree. I don't inherently disagree. And, you know, I had someone who's like, hey, you should cut this, cut this, cut this. And I'm like, well, you know, that's not I, I don't I don't like taking draconian measures. Right. So I think updates is probably the section that we can trim the most from. Right. Right? Um, so, you know, because I'm certainly not going to cut the restaurants oh, that absolutely. I talk about. That's yeah. not... No, 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 no. And it's funny, actually, because you have some people who want you to cut certain things, and then you get a note from someone saying mm-hmm. how awesome that same segment was. Yeah. So it's a neat mishmash, but all in all, we are running too long. We are yeah. running too long. And, I mean, I, I hate to say this, but, you know... I. I've never done a podcast before. You know, this is podcast number 15. We learn. Yeah. We learn and we're going to start short, you know, start tightening this as well. But, you know, between me working full time, between you getting ready for school and not even living with me full time. Yeah. Part time with your mom as well. You know, there's just getting the time to edit this down. Like you list, you do it. Yep. And then you listen to it and you decide what you want to keep. And if you cut out too much. And suddenly you have to do a whole another couple of rounds to make sure that the edits work, yeah. seamless, and da-da-da. Yeah. So we are hesitant to really cut too much. I mean, I know we should cut more, but then you're like, oh, screw it. Screw it. You know what? We're doing this for yeah. fun. And That's the, the thing. At the end of the day, we are doing this for fun. And the other thing is that, like, the things that we'd cut out tend to be short segments, like little 15-second parts of it that were like, I don't know if that works, but cutting 15 seconds out is a little... Like, it, it's too nitpicky, because it's a lot of work to get just a little bit out. So, we unless it's negative to the podcast, we tend to think that it's better just to leave it in. Well, and also, I self-reference yes. everything that we talk about so much that if you pull something out, then suddenly a later section doesn't work, or you're like, what the hell? Yeah. So, anyway, look, I, again, I don't, I don't disagree... Um, I am, I do talk a lot, so I don't know how much, I mean, look, to be honest though, some of these, we have taken half an hour out. Yeah. You know, we have, ta- I mean, believe it or not, I have gone two hours and 15 minutes, two and a half hours on these things and we do cut out giant chunks of it yeah. and I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to get better. But anyway, um, I think this is the section because again, I like, I like corrections and clarifications. I'll, I like emails, obviously. Yeah. I like, I like the topic du jour, but I have to be honest with you every single week. I am convinced that the topic du jour is going to go for 10 minutes. Right. Like, it's, I just, this topic is crap. <laughs> oh my God, this is going to be the worst one ever. And then I'm like, Dante, how long do we go? And he's like, well, you want 45 minutes just on the topic du jour. And <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> what? So maybe, I don't know, I, maybe I need to have a clock. But the problem is I'm so appleized that I have like an Apple watch, I have a phone, I have the computer, I have the iPad. And everything turns powers down at a certain point. Right. And so I just like I need to invest it's like in a normal clock that doesn't <laughs> tick and make horrendous noises uh during this thing. Um so anyway, I guess what this means, what this means is no more discussions of previously invited guests. Yep. You know, so we shouldn't spend our time 
running through right. that we've invited Eddie Zard, Vince Gilligan, Lauren Faust, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> um, and we shouldn't, absolutely shouldn't add that the email that they'd want to send it to if they want it on is dig at typingmonkeys. We wouldn't want to do that. No. Nope. And we wouldn't want to expand the list. Right. Because that would be a mistake. That would be a mistake. Absolutely. <laughs> and you don't know how tempted I was to come up with someone to add, but Just I was good. That. I was awesome. good. Oh, that's good. I was good. Yes, yeah. I know. You thought you, everyone thought it was coming. Um, Alexa ratings. Yep. Alexa and web ratings. That is gone. Alex, I am sorry. <laughs> I know aside from where I eat and uh, <laughs> yes, I got a note from Alex about what he thought we could. Uh, and actually I do. I joke. I joke, but I, I do appreciate feedback. I genuinely yes. Uh, but I am going to joke about right. it, uh, and, and I. But I do know, I do know that he's going to be sad to see uh, uh, that the Alexa rankings are are disappearing. That, yeah, you know that we're just because remember last time we were fifteen million, yeah, eight hundred eighty-seven thousand sixty-one, right? And 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 so I guess it's simply not appropriate for us to mention, <laughs> right? That yeah. we became the number one site on the internet, absolutely, this past week. Yeah, you know, like I know that would be astounding news. But, but unfortunately, that's got to be cut. It, so. That's got to be cut, right? Yeah. A- 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 iTunes UK. Yes. Right. Like not important. Right. Anymore. Yep. Like that section is gone. Like we shouldn't even mention the fact that we are now, quite literally, the most popular podcast in the entirety of the UK. Yep. Like that, just boom, not mentioning it. Right. And UK pandering. Right out. That is right out because that. I go on for a while with UK pandering and I swear to God, I had intended to kill UK pandering. <laughs> I swear to God. And then I got a note from our old friend Lon yep. in London, who we hadn't heard from in a couple of weeks. And, and she sends me on Facebook pictures of street art. Yeah. You know, on like buildings. Right. Yeah. And she goes <laughs> material for pandering to UK audience, street art in London's brick lane. <laughs> And I'm like, literally, this is five minutes after I decided that we're killing this section about UK pandering. Because we're not talking about iTunes, UK, yeah. iTunes anymore, right? And so suddenly it reminded me, because I'd completely run dry on yeah. our trip to London, like literally nothing <laughs> left. And I suddenly went, oh my God, we've been to Brick Lane. Yeah. We went to Brick Lane. And, but I, <laughs> I have to preface this with, that's not where the story actually begins. Yep. It begins with Jack the Ripper. And that really shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone who's been following along <laughs> in this podcast with my eclectic taste. And, uh, well, me being a huge fan of Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Um, so I have been fascinated by Jack the Ripper for a long time and have read right. numerous books, numerous different theories, had never been to Europe before. Obviously, had never been in London. So right. when uh, I got married to your mom, before yep. she was your mom, yep. right? Uh, we decided to go to London because uh, she had lived in Salisbury with her grandmother for a year. Okay, uh, it was always a place I wanted to go to, and so we took our part of our honeymoon, longer trip. But anyway, part of it was there. Yeah, and so we researched going on a Jack the Ripper walking tour and you can yeah. see how like you know we were meant for each other like, for <laughs> you know however many years because she thought this was awesome yeah. right it wasn't like oh my god really it was just like oh cool yeah let's go yeah so anyway we go and and again so remember this was the early 90s we had a literally a private eye <laughs> who had like a trench coat 
was our walking, was our tour guide. Wow. Tour guide. And this guy was great. He told <laughs> fantastic stories. And he walked, you know, you walk through Whitechapel. You walk through where, you know, in whatever it was, 1888, where the murders, the murders took place. Yeah. And walked us to where the five canonical victims were killed. It yeah. was not lurid back then. It was just, it was, it was a fun walking tour. I mean, I know it was about a serial killer and some people have issues with that. But it is history and it is an interesting story. It is a fascinating story. Yeah. Uh, and, and this guy told a great story, he talked about through all the suspects, you know, and why he thought so-and-so and why he didn't right. think so-and-so and all the different conspiracy things and just had an absolutely delightful time. So fast forward 10 years. Yep. 10th wedding anniversary. Yeah. She and I go back to London because that's where we went for our honeymoon. Right? right. And we do another Jack the Ripper walking tour. Right. Yeah. And this time we do it with the famous Donald Rumbelow who wrote a uh, case book. Of Jack the Ripper. Okay. So, like, yeah. he's one of yeah. his, they're called Ripperologists, believe it <laughs> uh, Leading authority. Leading authority. A uh, very interesting guy. Very, very big crowd. Like, okay. really. Wow. Like, the first time we went, it was like eight of us. And then, again, this is whatever, 10, 12 years ago, uh, we went and it was like 40 of us. And it was crazy. And in fact, we got to one area, people were throwing bottles. Wow. And one crashed uh, at my feet. Yeah. And he turned over, he looks at me and he's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like I'm from Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. I, this is, I've, this has happened to me before, you know, believe it or not, I've had bottles thrown at me from great distances. Uh, in fact, Philadelphia, did you hear about the hitchhiking robot? No. So tangent, tangent. Yeah. There was, and I'm probably getting the story completely wrong, but there was a hitchhiking robot uh -huh. and it was a robot. That, you know, was like, beep, bloop, bloop, I'm a robot. And then it had like a sign, like, I'm a hitchhiker. So pick me up and take me wherever you're going, take pictures, and then leave me on the side of the road. And then I'll, you know, get picked up by the next person. I guess it went through Europe and Canada and stuff like that. And it came to the United States. Wow. And it came to Philadelphia. And someone, like, destroyed it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because that's Philly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, what the hell? You know? So anyway, anyway, freeloading robot. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I mean, again, this thing, this thing really didn't phase me. So again, we did this when we went then to London last year, which was, I guess, about twenty years after you know my honeymoon. Yeah, and um, you know, twenty one, whatever it was. Anyway, so uh, so we were there for I don't know, what ten days. Yeah, ten days. Yeah, and so we kept talking about doing this Jack the Ripper walking tour, and I told you these stories of like, yeah. hey, I've gone twice and yep. it was a lot of fun, and you know, hey, I I've done it twice, I don't need to go again, but yeah. if you guys want to go, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we went one day in the middle of the trip, and we it, you have to meet at a tube station, and there's like two entrances, and it's yeah. like it's kind of convoluted, and it turns out we went to the wrong place. Right. And then we saw there's multiple tours and the person was consulting their notes ahead of time and it looked like they didn't know what they were talking about. So I think I just went to a pub and yeah. got a pint of Guinness. Anyway, uh, last night in London. Yep. Last night in London, I go, hey guys, what do you want to do? You know, like we got to, you know, whatever our, our plane leaves at like four o'clock tomorrow. So yep. we'll grab, you know, we'll grab bangers and mash, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, for an early lunch and then we'll uh, go out and catch the plane. So this is our last evening. I've done everything I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, I think we've done everything on our list. Yep. Uh, what do you think? Do you want to do the Jack Ripper walking tour? And then you guys were like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So we go there and we finally figure out where, <laughs> where we're supposed to go for the tour to start. Yep. And it's whatever, seven pounds. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I, I give him whatever it is, 21 pounds. And I, 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 I am not making any of this up. I literally am not making any of this up. <laughs> I lift my head up and four feet away from me is my ex-wife. Yep. Staring at me sheepishly. And four feet behind her, her current husband. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, I don't mean that in a bad... I mean, I don't know what to... I think second so. husband, a, 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 a husband who came after me. Like, she's only been married twice. So, I, again, I'm yeah, trying to I think, it if I just don't know, like... I think current works. Current. Okay. Yeah, let's current. do that. Current. Yeah. Okay, and again, no implication. Honestly, yeah, no, yeah. no implication. Um, And I'm like, oh. Oh. And then suddenly I realize... That he had been, her current husband, had been in India for however many months. Yeah. Doing what is master's thesis on something, right? Yeah. And she had flown out to meet him. And I knew this because, like, she couldn't watch my cat. So I had to get someone else to watch my cat while we were away. And, um, but I didn't realize that they were doing, like, a layover. Like, I did, but it wasn't cognizant. Like, I didn't think it was the same time period. And so she stares at me sheepishly and very apologetically. Yeah. Like it's somehow her fault. And she she goes, well, do you want us to leave? And I start to laugh. You know, I mean, again, we went through a divorce and, you know, it was not anywhere near as ugly as almost every other divorce I know. But it's still painful. You know, yeah, it's still divorce right. is not fun, yeah. you know. And, uh, and so I start laughing and I go, no, I mean, come on. What are the odds? Literally, what are the odds yeah. that we run into each other? Like, you couldn't, if you planned this, we would not have run into each other, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, I, we had to have gone to a previous Jack the Ripper walking tour and have it not work. Yep. And you guys decided that that we were going to do this. So I said, screw it. Look, let's just, let's embrace the awkward. Let's have fun. You know what? We did it 20 years ago. We did it 10 years ago. Now we're doing it tonight. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we did the walking tour. Together and it was fun because her husband, I guess, I think, kind of likes to kind of stand in the background, and yeah. I like to be like right next to the person who's yeah. speaking, as as does her mom. <laughs> so she and I ended up kind of doing the tour together. It was kind of kind of weird. Um, so before I weigh in on what I thought of this version of the tour, what what did you think of it? I mean, I had a great time. I thought it was awesome. Um, unlike what you talked about with the other ones, where like they added in what some of the popular opinions and all that was the tour guide was adding in opinions as if it was part of the story and while it could have done without that i still thought it was fantastic well awesome awesome i the problem i had with it and again you hadn't been on the previous two is how lurid it was they tried to make this they talked about in excruciating excruciatingly lurid detail how the murders were committed right with what body parts and with this and that and this and that was not something that had ever been discussed it was not something that i even remember from reading all the books it wasn't about you know sexual you know i hate to say it but sexual perversion and 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 things like that which is really what this was and i i just i felt like people were competing for which walking tour to do. And, and the woman who did it was like an actress, but she's like, but I'm a ripperologist and I've gone to, you know, a ripperology convention and this paper yeah. was presented and blah, 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 blah. And it, there was so much like academia behind it 
when let's face it, it's it's become an industry now. Yeah. It's become an industry to finance, you know, walking tours, to finance a new book. There's a new book that just came out that's like, oh, so-and-so did it. How do I know? Yeah. You know, it was a hundred years ago. It was a hundred and whatever, 25 years ago now. Uh, and I certainly have my beliefs as to what who it was or who right. it may have been. Yeah. But when we went to see the tour with Donald Rumbelow, he said, look, you know, if you ask me, honestly, who do I think did it? Like if I, when I die, I get to see, you know, I go to heaven and they go, would you like to see who Jack the Ripper was? Yes, thank you very much. And they show me who Jack the Ripper was. I probably would have no idea who that person was. Jack the Ripper probably was someone who we have not identified as a suspect at all. Right. You know? And, and we're not going to solve it. We're not going to solve it. And any book or anything like that is just sensationalism. It's just absolutely sensationalism. It's not Occam's razor. Yeah. Right? These solutions, it's just like it was It was some deranged human being yeah. who was murdering people. And the big question is, why did this person stop? Yeah. After five murders, why did this person stop? And that's led to a lot of conjecture that he was caught. Right? Or he was incarcerated for another crime. Yeah. Right? Or something happened... And I guess I will go off on one little tangent. The one thing that, that I found out about, and I think it was the first walking tour, was the Swanson marginalia, which is just like the coolest phrase yeah. I've ever heard. But ba there was a detective who worked on the case mm -hmm. and was like lead detective for order four months. And someone described him as like a Columbo type person, you know, just a lot of attention to detail. Right. Uh, rumpled raincoat. You know, cigar. It was weird. It was really creepy. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> anyway, he read, uh, he had a book. Uh, and and I think after he passed, like his, after his son passed away, his grandson was going through the library of, of books that, that was the family books. And, and apparently this guy had a habit of writing notes in all the books that he read. Uh -huh. And so he came across a book written by... Uh, I want to say it's Anderson. I'm blanking on the name. Detective Anderson. Someone wrote a book in like 1910 or 1921 uh, about the Ripper uh, murders. And, uh, someone who w was one of the lead investigators. Okay. And talked about the various suspects and pros and cons. And Swanson, in the notes, wrote, no, 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 no. We knew who the Ripper was. We caught him. And we incarcerated him at such and such, like, an insane asylum. Wow. And the reason was that we didn't want an outburst because it, it turned out it was a Polish Jew and there were stories that it might be and they didn't want blowback against the Jewish community. Um, and there has been debate whether it's Aaron Kosminski or Kosminski or the brother of somebody, yada, 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 yada. Uh, but that's wow. how deep this stuff... But it's fascinating. Yeah. It's utterly fascinating but again, at the end of the day, you know, his facts didn't line up with the actual facts of the day. But this was pre-internet, right? This was pre-all this different stuff. So it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, I met somebody, whatever it was, 25 years ago. And that's what the person's name was. So anyway. Yeah. That's hence my hence my fascination. So anyway, anyway. The tour comes to a close. And, uh, and we don't do the loop like they usually do. And we end up across from the Ten Bells pub, which is the pub that was standing there. Right. It was temporarily called Jack the Ripper Pub, but it was Ten Bells Pub. And this is where the prostitutes who were killed used to drink. And yeah. it is believed that whoever Jack the Ripper was, he probably drank 
at this pub. And so it's yeah. a classic thing of like, hey, let's go get a pint. And again, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but getting beer in the UK is like ambrosia <laughs> compared to the United States. And I used to love, well, I still love Guinness. I just can't afford right. the carbs <laughs> anymore. So anyway, I'm there and, you know, so I'm talking to your mom and I'm talking to her husband and, and they're like, okay, well, hey, we're going to grab dinner and we're going to go back. And I go, well, you know, let's grab a pint. Yeah. Like, let's, you know, come on. How often do you get to do something like this? Yeah. And she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, come on. Like, you got to lean into this. Like, when yeah. something like this happens, I call it synchronicity. So screw it. Let's, let's, let's get a pint. So we get a pint and, and the kid, and she hadn't seen you in a couple weeks. So, yeah. you know, it was nice. And we all kind of chit-chatted. So I'm going, I go up to the bar to buy the first round. And, uh, you know, and get however many, you know, it was whatever, two pints of Guinness and a pint of cider and whatever sodas you guys were drinking. Yeah. And so it was like the bar was packed and it was slow and I'm sitting there and I'm kind of leaning against the bar and a hand slams against my back in a overly familiar kind of way. Like, right. and I'm in London. I've already run into yeah. two people, you know. So I turn around ready for a problem, ready for an issue. Yeah. So I turn around, you know, with kind of my pissed off city face and I look and it's a guy who used to intern for me when I worked at Yeah Movies for AMC oh in New York, whatever it was he had worked, you know, maybe two years ago. Wow. Uh, and he had moved to, to London. Wow. And he saw me and goes, oh my God, Didge, how you doing? Wow. So we connected. I think he chatted with you guys. I think yeah. he chatted with Michael about Swift. And like other computer coding. Yeah, I think sort so. Of thing. Yeah. Um, so it was just crazy. It was wow. just, it was really, it was really. Yeah, I forgot that. It was really crazy. So you're probably wondering how, what this has to do with Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. So again, full circle. You know me. I may go off on a tangent, but I'm going to come back. Yep. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come back uh, in the very short update section mm -hmm. uh, that we have this week. Uh, we then decided to have dinner and they said, well, where do you want to have dinner? And I said, well, we've hit all the places we wanted to hit, but I've heard that Brick Lane has really good Indian food. And of course, they had just been in India. Yeah. And they were like, sure, let's see what it's like. So we ended up going to uh, some Indian yeah. restaurant yeah. Uh, in uh, on, on Brick Lane. And I, being a big fan of uh, Red Dwarf <laughs> and Dave Lister, I wanted to get Vindaloo. I wanted to yep. see how hot it was. So I yep. got beef Vindaloo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was so funny, though, because I asked. I asked... Um, um, uh, I, I, this just gets so convoluted when I'm not using first names. <laughs> Your mom's current husband. Yeah. I asked, how's the beef vindaloo? <laughs> and of course, in course, in India, they don't eat cows, so you can't right. get beef vindaloo. So I got the chicken. I got the yeah. chicken vindaloo. Anyway. Um, and it was hot. It was good. Yeah. Spicy. Yeah. Oh my God, spicy. So what'd you think of the restaurant? I, I, thinking back, can't specifically remember what I got or how it was. I mean, I remember it being good, but I... I a complete loss. Not as good as Bangers and Mash, though. Right. Yeah. Not Bangers or <laughs> Fish and Chips. Yep. That should have been our last meal. Yeah. We should have gone to Masters, Superfish, or Mother's Mash. Yeah. Those yeah. are our two favorites. Yeah. Those were really... No, but I it was, it was really good. The thing that, like, strikes me and I still remember is the, like, layout of the restaurant, that it was, like, a really thin restaurant. It, like, reminded yes. me of, like, a train car. That, yeah, like, we're like a bench. Yeah. Right? We sat across from each other. And it was super thin. And it was... Weird, because it had stairs, like, going down. So, like, half of part of it was taken up by the stairs. So I just remember it being really tight and thin. Yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah, so that was a crazy, that was a crazy wrap. Um, yeah, crazy wrap to the trip. Uh, so anyway, I think we're gonna then uh, move on to uh, Digi's mailbag. So the first, uh, the first email is from Chris in New York City, and Chris says, "Slowly but surely, making my way through your podcast on episode six now. Ooh. Love it. You and Dante are a great team. Cool. Good listening to Invoice Spy. What? Uh, that's what I. So I wrote back." And I'm like, thank you. Thank you so <laughs> yeah. Much. So kind. But uh, what do you mean? To which he said, ha, 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 I meant it's nice to listen to while I fill out invoices. Ah. So. Okay. You know, that's, that's nice. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's wow. a recommendation right there. If you're yeah. filling out invoices, uh, please listen to our podcast. Yeah. Uh, the next one is, uh, is from Alex. Oh, our, yeah. our good awesome. friend, Alex, uh, in, in New York City, who you've met. I right? have now. I've, I've now have, met. Who you have met. And he says, just listen to the Caitlyn Jenner episode. Second half, your encounter with Lady outside the hospital and your commentary on Caitlyn Jenner. Great stuff. Really good. Thank you. Fantastic. Yeah. Right? Thank you very much. That's good. Right? But he continues. (laughs) The first half, including mentioning me, meaning mentioning him, was long. Like, in all caps, long. You could cut these episodes in half (laughs) and make them all great content. That's kind of like a backhanded compliment, right? Yeah. Like, there's great content in here, and if you cut out all the bad stuff, it, where yeah. you suck, <laughs> it would be totally awesome, right? Uh, like, when you get past, here's the food I ate all week. <laughs> <laughs> After that, there's always good stuff. And he yeah. says, always in all caps. So That's again, fantastic. Alex is a fan. Alex is a fan of what we do. Well, well partially Most, like not some all of stuff. what we do yeah and and, and i must admit that it, it, i yes i've been having fun at alex's expense i really appreciate this feedback yeah and i'm gonna poke fun at myself and i'm gonna poke fun at 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 other people i agree that we go on way too long yeah i agree that it is way too self-referential meta right um, self-indulgent however you want to say it but you know what i'm having fun and the moment someone goes you know you really shouldn't do that because it's annoying. I'm like a little brother. I was a little brother, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess I'm a little sister. Anyway, anyway, I'm just, but you're the same way, right? Yeah. I'm just going to keep poking. Right. I'm just going to, oh, don't poke. <laughs> Listen, and I will poke. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, he says also Wallace Sean, not Sean Wallace. I know. Wow, everyone. Jeez, everybody. Yeah. Yes. Ah. We already made that correction. Yeah. You know, also is pronounced Hughley. I know. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Where? We already made that correction. Yeah. <laughs> like we're just getting slammed after we make correct. That's why we have a corrections segment. Yep. Here. Okay. Hitler callback at the end. Well done. <laughs> so a favor, a, 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 um, a fan, I guess, of, of Godwin's law. Yeah. Uh, Lon from London. Right. Remember her? Yeah. Uh, it, it was great to hear her. Cause I thought maybe we lost her. Right. Right. Yeah. She says, so episode 13 genius. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. That I, that's nice. I like that. We'll backtrack to listen to twelve. Last time I don't do it chronologically. <laughs> Bad idea. Yeah. Bad idea. Yes. Yes. We just gotta not only self self reference within each episode, but from previous episodes. Oh yeah. As well, and hooked again. By the way, did you do something to your voice? It's kind of different. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. I not actively. Not right. not actively. Um, and then I think you should write a book complimentary to blog and podcast. 
you are an epic storyteller. <laughs> Bravo. Wow. Awesome. So, yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, it, it, these, you, you know, you you sit there and you go, well, maybe I should just stop doing the podcast. I don't know. Ooh, I, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, and then you get notes like this and it's just like, it, it, believe me, it just, it, 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 it gets you going for three, four minutes, you know, <laughs> you're just like, boom, on top of the world. Yeah. And then you go back into self-loathing, uh, which is why I need so many of these to kind of, to kind of keep me up. So, uh, anyway, Mike, Mike, our, our good friend, Mike, uh, says, I just went to iTunes and typed in. So there's that and thought you'd find it interesting that one of the top suggestions aside from the cast uh, were season packs of That's So Raven. So you might want to keep that in mind when you update your guest list. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yes, I actually noticed this. <laughs> you see, so people who listen to it actually do have the same random sort of approach to what we're, when you do a search and stuff. So, again, these are the things I talk about in updates. Yeah. This is what part of the fan base actually seems to seems to do. I mean, we all are thinking the same way. I yeah. figure if I find something interesting, somebody else might. Yeah. Might. Exactly. Find it, find it interesting. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't, but isn't the, the, the woman from That's So Raven, well, <laughs> the girl now, the woman. Yeah. Um, what's her name? Simone. I, I something. Know. <laughs> Simone, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, she's on The View now. Oh. Okay. I think. I think. Yeah. Maybe I'm completely wrong. <laughs> Maybe I'm completely wrong. But I think she's doing some sort of talk show. Um, so, yeah. Like, yeah. That'd be, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. But again, once I'm, once I'm up in New York. Yeah. Just a couple weeks away. Uh, actually, two weeks away is when the move starts. Yeah. This is uh, kind of crazy. Yeah. Begins, the move starts in two weeks, ends in four weeks. Wow. And you are. I'm gone <sighs> in three weeks. weeks. You're three weeks. Wow. Oh, three weeks three. tomorrow. Three oh weeks my tomorrow, goodness. You are gone. So wow. I, yeah, uh, you know, I, I actually mentioned that on Facebook today because I invited people over to start to, to start rum rummaging through my <laughs> basement, all the stuff that I'm not taking with me. And, uh, and someone who's a fan of the show, uh, mentioned that I should do a podcast about my move. And oh, I'm like, yeah. I will. Yeah, <laughs> I will believe me because I talk about my own life. But it, that is going to be such a hard podcast. The final part of my move because it's going to be the first podcast I do without you. Yeah, and I'm probably I'm probably going to do it solo, right? You know, and just be like my own personal pity party. <laughs> you know, for for two and a half hours <laughs> and uh you know i'll just like sob uncontrollably and it will be it will be compelling it'll be a compelling podcast i'll talk about where i ate yeah i'll start crying <laughs> uh so anyway mike continues uh it's more accurate to say that you on rare occasions stay on topic <laughs> i don't even think it's that frequent but anyway and then and this is in reference to the last podcast right where i talked about sort of predetermination and, mm -hmm. and yeah. kind of more esoteric kind of stuff. He said, the only other comment I have, food for thought, which I think is code for you've lost your freaking mm -hmm. mind, <laughs> right? Because all these other comments are about earlier episodes. So I may, I'll be interested maybe by next time. Yeah. We will have no comments where people yeah. just think I'm just totally off the rock. But I listened to the podcast again mm -hmm. and I'm only off my rocker for about five minutes. Okay. That's you know, true. it's a good hour and a half podcast, five minutes. I'm kind of a raving lunatic, <laughs> you know. So aside, it's pretty good percentage pretty good. Yeah. of me being a non-raving lunatic. Yeah, right. And then the last one, 
is an iTunes review. We got another iTunes review. Oh, awesome. Uh, in iTunes US. And it's uh, the headline is Terrific Podcast. Awesome. By Jan Murr, 2003. Love this podcast. While the focus is on Digi's journey, there are lots of topics and themes to explore and enjoy. And I've learned a bit about myself in the process. I look forward to the new podcast every week. And I love the Fetus Salsa. Awesome. That is fantastic. Wow. So, Jan Murr, 2003. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is our first review that we've gotten in a while. Uh, we really appreciate them. We yeah. really appreciate them. Uh, and so thank you. Thank you. And I'm thrilled that you that you like the, the Feta Salsa. Yeah. Uh, I fantastic. have not gotten around to the YouTube stuff. I just haven't had time. Right. So like just keeping up on this has been oh you yeah. know, has been has been hard enough. But yes, once I guess well once we move. So part of I guess I should update <laughs> a little bit on my move is that uh, originally I was supposed to move next week. Yeah. And the person I'm subletting from wasn't able to move out in time. So it appears as if I'll be moving the following week, right? Yep. And uh, and so originally it's going to be me, you, and your brother are going to help me move up. But your brother's going to be away for a week with his girlfriend and her family. Yep. So it's just going to be the two of us unpacking. Uh, so when he shows up next, he's going to probably redecorate uh, all the stuff that we've done. But I guess we can figure out where in the kitchen we can set up. Yeah. So we can do the Waldorf yeah. uh, chicken salad sandwich ditch style. Cool. Yeah. And then drink Bloody Mary. <laughs> so anyway, so yes, uh, that that is our mailbag uh, this week. And now we're going to slide into the topic du jour. So I'd like to talk about something that's been on my mind for a few weeks now. Something I actually considered doing as the topic du jour last week and the week before, but I, I just didn't just didn't feel like I was ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, I um people who listen to this podcast regularly know that that I don't I don't schedule ahead right. what I'm gonna do. Uh and I it, this might not make sense, but <laughs> I mean it might make too much sense. Let me just say I do this podcast in real time. Duh. Right? <laughs> yeah. But by that I mean a show like Survivor, which I've yeah. seen like maybe one season of. They shoot the entire freaking show. Yeah. And it stuck in the can and then they do the final episode where they reveal who won the final vote that was done, I guess, before the show ended. And if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But anyway, they shoot the whole thing. They know what the storylines is are they know how it's gonna end. Before it ends. Yeah. Right? And they can play up those storylines, right? They can play up, oh, okay, this person's going to be thrown, is going to be voted off. First episode, ignore that person. This person is going to make it all the way through the end. We can weed the plot lines. Oh, yada, yada, yada. It's it's unreality television, right? right? So this this podcast, uh, because it's done in real time, because it's done week to week, I don't know where this journey is. So when I started this thing, whatever, three plus months ago, yeah, I didn't know where I was going to be today. Right. You know, so when I started this and I talked about that I don't feel like a woman trapped in a man's body three, four months ago. Yeah. That's how I felt. Like I hadn't, I mean, yes, I've been transgender for 40 years, 40 plus years. Yeah. And, um, you know, and and it was something that obviously that I hid that I had a lot of shame about, and I didn't accept this in myself 
probably until about a year ago, you know, maybe right. a little less than a year, but it certainly, certainly last summer, I was really starting to struggle with this and, and come and starting to come to realizations that, that this wasn't going to go away. And then it was in September where I had the epiphany where I said, this is who I am. Look back at your life. Yeah. <laughs> there is no doubt that you are transgender and this is a part of you, right? Right. But at that point, I hadn't lived as a woman for any period of time, like a weekend. Yeah. You know? And and so it was hard to say, like Caitlyn Jenner, I'm a woman. I'm a woman. I, I just, I couldn't say that. And then I, I guess a month ago, six weeks ago, we had, uh, we had Forrest on. Yep. And she's transgender. And we choked that we weren't, women trapped in men's bodies that we were teenage girls <laughs> yeah right that we were learning that we were developing our own styles and we were making mistakes but we were yeah. enjoying that process of finding who we are and 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 what our style is and what we look like and what our hair is going to be like and we're going to make mistakes and we're going to look we're going to go overboard and we're going to wear skirts that are too short and we're going to wear heels that are too high and we're going <laughs> to wear stuff that's inappropriate yeah and then we're going to wear other stuff that makes you look fat when you're not fat and you know all these different things that you have to do it and you got to learn you have to have experience yeah so I, I think i also talked about the about some of the facebook comments of like trans women don't have a clue they don't know what it's really like to be a yeah. woman right and and i you know look i i thought it was harsh in its in its phraseology, watch right. your phraseology to quote Music Man. But uh, I didn't disagree with it. I didn't disagree with it because I didn't have a clue. But I argued that when do you get a clue? Yeah. At what point as a woman do you get a clue? I think you learn. Right. I don't think you're handed one in the womb. <laughs> right. And you, you're born. You got a clue in your hand. I I don't think that's how it works. I think. Yeah. I think through experience through living through dealing with guys <laughs> you start to gain a clue and you start to figure out what it means to be a woman to stop being a girl and start becoming a woman and so i think <laughs> i mean i don't know if you're aware of this but um three days ago not that i'm counting <laughs> is one year on hormones oh my goodness Wow. Consecutive. Like, I've been on hormones on and off before. This is a full year. <laughs> <laughs> this is a full year. Um, did I talk about hips last week? Did I, I think you mentioned it. Yeah. So, like, I have hips. Yeah. Which I've never had before. Yeah. Like, never. Like, from having taken hormones. I mean, I've had a chest, a little bit of a chest. But, I mean, it just, yeah. So, <laughs> physically, there's stuff changing. And then I also realized that I cracked six months living full-time as female. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. You know, and it's um <laughs> it's weird because you know, some days you sit there and you go, "Well, am I making a huge mistake?" Uh, you know, we I joke about no backsies, right? Yeah. But you know, hey, let's say there were backsies. You know, actually I had a friend of mine who I've known for years and years and years mm -hmm. who was on Facebook and uh, I've been trying to connect with her before before I move. And, uh, you know, she and I have done a lot of crazy. I took her. <laughs> I'm so romantic. Yeah. Uh, I, I took her to an autopsy. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I 
convince my brother, because um, he's a doctor, uh, to uh, to get me into an autopsy uh, at a morgue. And I mentioned this to to this girl I know uh, back, you know, this is maybe five, six years ago. Uh, and she's like, oh, my God, that sounds so awesome. So, like, we went, we did that. Thing. We've gone to Alexa. Yeah. We've done a lot of, we've done a lot of crazy stuff together. And I couldn't figure out why she she wasn't sort of responding to my notes and my texts and my emails. Um, because I didn't overtly say I am transitioning, but she saw the stuff on Facebook. Like, it's right. hard to avoid if you're a friend of mine on Facebook that I'm transgender. I mean, I don't post it every day, but I post links to the website. I'm not, I'm not, certainly not hiding it. Certainly yeah. not hiding it. And God knows enough people liked my Facebook post when I came out on Facebook that, you know, it was well over 50% of my friends. Right. You know, acknowledged it in, in some way. So I, after a year of trying to connect with her, uh, I just was like, screw it. It's, you know, this has happened with a couple of people who have just, you know, not in an angry way, not in a, you know, not not with a bang, but with a whimper, uh, have just stopped being my friend. Yeah. Have stopped communicating with me. And right. I, look, I would rather, look, if you're uncomfortable and you don't, then, then fine, that's good. Just, just you know, disappear, right? Just, yeah. what's the Irish goodbye, yeah. right? That's the thing where you just disappear at the end of a party. Um, and I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. You know, right. hey, I'm uncomfortable. I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to, you know, look, the other people are like, oh, I can't believe it. Look, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. And I have been blessed with so many, so many terrific friends who, yeah. who have been so, have been so supportive. Anyway, she, I, I, I wrote her a note basically saying, hey, look, um, I don't know if it's me and I, because I'm transitioning, you know, I thought, you know, I, I thought you'd be cool with it based on conversations we'd had over the years, but you know, if not, that's cool. I get it. I get it. You know, and if it's because you've just your life is turned upside down and stuff like that, you know, that's cool, too. But I just, you know, I'm moving. I'm moving and clocks run out. So have a nice life, you know, and I tried to phrase it in a positive way, not like, a, yeah. you know, fuck you. I can't believe you didn't get back to me. But just, you know, I'm not going to keep reaching out to you every two months and hope that you get back to me at a certain point. You just, you know, you start feeling bad about yourself. Yeah. And she said, she called me up the next day. She calls me up the next day. And she, and she goes, um, oh, my God, I thought you were joking. I thought this was like some elaborate, you know, internet prank or something. Oh, my goodness. You know? And so, like, she's coming over this weekend. And, wow. You know, we're going to hang out. We're going to talk. And she's incredibly supportive. You know, we've been joking around about it. Um, you know, and so, again, it just, it, it takes time. It takes, it takes time. And, um, and I guess the tipping point for me was when friends of mine started accepting me as female. More than that. Not even accepting. That's actually the wrong word. Started treating me. Yeah. Like a woman. In conversation. We suddenly had different types of conversations about social interactions, about guys Right. And about how guys interact with women. And suddenly they were sharing stuff that you would never share with a guy. Yeah. And it was, and not just like one person. This was like more and more and more of my, my girlfriends. Yeah. Have been treating me. And I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Unner, who came over and went through my wardrobe. Yeah. And, uh, and had me put on, you know, some of my girlier outfits that show off my curves a little. Uh, that show off my figure. And, 
you know, I started wearing heels, you know, for the first time and I look good. I mean, I look good as, right. you know, as, yeah. as owner said, you know, Hey, I hope you don't mind, but you know, you look sexy. And you look, I know I don't pass, but I'm, I'm cute. Like I'm right. getting to yeah. be cute now. Yeah. And people who run into me, they kind of smile and they're like, okay, yeah, I mean, I get it. You're, you're now a trans woman. You're not like, oh my God, is this, what the hell's going on? Right. It's like, oh, okay. Hey, this is, this is uh this is a trans woman. And as a result, my confidence is increasing. And part of it was I had never felt sexy without also feeling shame over feeling sexy, right? There was something wrong with me. There was something wrong with me if I felt sexy as a woman. I could feel it. I could feel it in that moment. Yeah. But the next day, I was a freak. What the hell is wrong with you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And this was the first time that I felt sexy and I wasn't ashamed of it. Wow. It felt good. It felt yeah. good. And so that's been fueling my confidence. And I'm now, instead of wearing all the loose, like I used to wear like a T-shirt and then I'd wear, you know, like a loose hoodie on it. Now I'm like yeah. I'm buying V-necks now with, you know, kind of short sleeves and I think I look nice. I think I look nice. You know, again, I'm yeah. not, you know, clearly I'm I'm trans. Clearly I'm trans. But, um, you know, not, I don't know. I, you know, I, 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 I have to leave this for other people. I have to leave this to other people. But I think I look nice. I think I look nice. And I get people who have never met me give me a smile now. Like, oh, wow. Hey, that's awesome. Um, and I guess other stuff. But, I mean, hell, that happened this week. I, I, I went out for drinks with, with a girlfriend of mine. And the conversations you have while you have a drink. And it's, I'm hesitant to say girl things because guys immediately assume, oh, they're going <laughs> to talk about shoes. And they're going to talk about guys. And they're going to, oh, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, I mean, we talk about clothes a little bit. <laughs> I'm not going to deny it. But, but that's not, that wasn't the core of the conversation. And this is how I know I'm getting accepted. We talked about how women are treated. Not like in a feminist manifesto way, but just I am noticing, and I've talked about this before, that I get looked at. You know, and at first I thought it was because I was trans. Like, oh my God, look at that freak. Because that was the horrible experiences I had in the 80s and 90s, right? Yeah. But now as I pass more and more peripherally, so like if you're walking down the street and you just aren't paying attention to people, Without, you know, you're not really looking at them full in the face. I read as female. Yeah. I absolutely read as female now. Yeah. Um, and I notice <laughs> that even in those situations, I get looked at a lot. A lot. By guys. Yeah. By guys. And so I was talking to my friend about this. And, and you know, you start to commiserate about, yes, you get looked at all the time. And women don't realize that guys... Don't get looked at. Like, they don't realize it. Like, it's like, oh, doesn't everyone go through that? No, no, right. no, no, no. It's just women who are going through that. You know? Or maybe the cute elf from <laughs> Gravity Falls. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> sexy, cute elf. Um, but it was neat because I'm understanding that now. I'm understanding that it's not because I'm trans. It's because I'm being perceived as female. Maybe even just as a trans woman. But you get <laughs> guys look at you. All the time. You go in the bar, you sit down, the guy next to you checks you out. 
They check out your chest. They check out your ass. They check out this. You check out that. And I guess, and just to kind of go on a slight tangent here, um, guys, uh, you think that no one notices? <laughs> Women notice. You're not very good at it. You're not really subtle at it. Your little sly, suave looks out the corner of your eyes. No. They are noticed. Now you're going to go, oh, no, 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 no. You don't understand. Women don't notice when I do it. Women notice they pretend not to notice. Because if you acknowledge that someone's checking you out, you then jump into the next phase of is there a dialogue? Right. So you notice someone's looking at you and you ignore it. Yep. And you pretend not to notice. But you're cognizant of this all the time. I mean, it's kind of like the T-Rexes in the first Jurassic right. Park movie. Yeah. They're, uh, the visual acuity is based on movement. <laughs> not in the second movie, by the way. That's not how it worked in the oh, second okay. one. It was really stupid. Anyway. Uh, but so, yes, we that your roving eye. Yes, we picked that up. The eye darts, and that gets picked up. It does get picked up. So anyway, that's just little, you know, right? little tidbit for the guys here. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not being super subtle. Uh, and it's it's funny because um, there's also this difference in definition of the word fantasy. And the reason I bring it up at this juncture is because I was talking to my girlfriend at a bar. We're sitting across from each other. I'm drinking a Bloody Mary, which is yeah, my new yeah. drink of choice. And there are two guys sitting next to us, like in the table next to us, maybe foot and a half away. Right. So we're talking, and you can't use the words you actually want to use. Because if a guy overhears you talking about anything that they can remotely view as sex or guys, or them, they're going to jump into your conversation. Right. I mean, it's just, this is part of being a guy. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I, I don't mean to, like, yeah. you know, break break the wall of silence here, but but it's true. It's true. So I was trying to have this conversation with her that I have had fantasies, and but I don't use that term when I talk to men, because when you tell, if you're a woman and, and you tell a guy, or a guy, you talk to a guy. You talk about a fantasy. That immediately means a sexual fantasy. Right. Fantasy inherently means sexual fantasy. For most women that I know, mm -hmm. fantasy means this is a dream that I have. I hope one day I have a fantasy, as in like a fantasy book. Yeah. Like I have a fantasy. This is never going to happen, but wouldn't it be wonderful if I could live in a castle yeah. On a cloud or whatever the hell that is, you know? So <laughs> I used to have a fantasy. So when I tell guys, I have to like say, well, it's like a dream that I had, blah, 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 blah. But anyway, I used to fantasize in a female way, yeah. in a non-sexual way, through these convoluted scenarios that I would somehow be able to do or be forced more accurately again not in a sexual way not in a sexual way but just circumstances such that i would need to give a presentation as a woman and that was a fantasy why was it a fantasy because it would never happen right 
That's why the scenario had to be so complicated and had to be this and had to be that and blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, and I, or another one I had, which was, you know, moving to an apartment as a female. Where like the, the moving crew comes early and I'm, I happen to be dressed and, you know, oh, I have to move. And then they meet me at the new apartment. I'm female, you know, and I guess what's crazy for me yeah. is that the latter is true. I mean, it's happening in two weeks. I've already been to the apartment. I've met people in the building yeah. as a trans woman. And I'm moving there in two weeks as a trans woman. Yeah. Like, this is impossible, right? And so the other thing that happened was I ran a meeting with people who I'd never met before as a woman. Wow. And, I mean, I've run meetings with people I know, so that to me that didn't count. It was just, right. oh, well, Dig is transitioning and da-da-da-da-da. This was people I literally had never met. I met that day. And wow. I ran a brainstorming session. That's fantastic. And I'm presenting as female. I was wearing, you know, that long sleeve V-neck that I have, which is... Right. I don't want to say tight because again, yeah. in girl speak, tight just means it's you know snug. And guy, it's like, oh, you you know, yeah. And no, it was just it was snug. It was snug. And I was wearing my jeans and uh, probably my high tops. And I, you know, um, uh, you know, my hair down and just got my hair cut. You know, again, yeah. and I don't know if you know this, and glazed, oh, glazed. Yeah. yeah, you know. And I was wearing makeup. You know, I was wearing you know mascara and 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 you know light light lipstick. But I was definitely presenting as female. And I had the time of my life because I got to still be me. Yeah. And I got to brainstorm and I was funny. <laughs> I had people laughing. I was smart. I was brilliant. I was humble. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But I loved it. I mean, I loved it. I just went after everyone left, you know, and people were like, oh, hey, that was terrific. You know, um, I... You know, after everyone left, I, I I couldn't help but start laughing because I'm like this. I am living, yeah, what I've always dreamt of living, right? Um, in the way that I dreamt it, being accepted for who I am, yeah, and getting doing a job, you know, moving into a new apartment, you know, and and I guess you know. It, this is why I wake up every morning with a smile on my face. Um, <laughs> and it's why I focus on the positive so much and not the bad things that happen, the negative things that happen. Because I'm living my fantasy. I I am impossible, girl. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this previously from Doctor Who. You know, it, this is a person who should not exist. Who I am right now, impossible. Right. Not allowed to exist. You know, and um, so again, it's just, it's, it, this has been, this has just been so awesome for me. And I guess the reason I bring all this up, you know, waking up with a smile on my face, going to sleep every night, laughing. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, you, you're doing this. You're actually freaking doing this. This was literally never going to happen. This was, I mean, again, I I don't mean to beat a dead horse. I I I can't help it. This is this was impossible. Yeah. And I um and and so this epiphany I had and 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 believe me, this was this was my therapy session last week. Um, I feel like a woman now. 
Wow. And that's a big deal for me. Yeah. That's a big deal for me because I, I, I never said that. Right. And I started to feel this about a month ago. And I and I hesitated to to bring it up here. I mean, last last podcast I started referring to myself female pronouns and right. trans woman and things, but I don't I don't feel like a guy anymore. I mean, right. I genuinely it, right. yeah. It's taken me a year. <laughs> taken me six months, you know. But I'm firmly on the other side of that that fence, and I couldn't be happier. Yeah, I couldn't be happier. Uh, awesome. You know, I mean, you you get asked in therapy of like, oh, so how do you feel about your body changes? And I'm like, awesome. <laughs> like, how awesome is that? And I guess the, you know, I asked myself, could I go back? Could I go back? And I can't. I can't. I um I am purging <laughs> all of my male clothes. Yeah. You know, I have a set for an emergency if there's, I don't know. I don't know what. But, you know, just in case I have to sort of thing. Um, but I'm, I don't want to go back. Um, right. You know, and previously I've talked about even using, you know, my preference for family bathrooms. I've been in situations in Maryland and in New York now where there were no family bathrooms and I use, I use the women's room. Yeah. I do, you know. And usually I wait to kind of see that there's no one in there, but I just, I can't use a men's room. Yeah. I can't, I right. can't. Uh, I mean, I was, uh, I was at Tyson's corner with your friend and, uh, and, and she thought I'd gone in, I was gonna go to the bathroom and she thought I was gonna use the men's room. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I can't, I can't anymore. Yeah. You know? So, um, so I guess this all leads up to the big news that I have that, um, in the process of moving to New York and moving out of Maryland. Mm hmm. Uh, I have to get a driver's license and, um, I reviewed the rules and, uh, my therapist is sending me a letter stating that in the eyes of the medical community, I'm, uh, I'm female and that my license, uh, should reflect that. Wow. So yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah. This is, um, <laughs> you know, big step. Right, big yeah. fucking step. Another another exit passed. Whoosh. <laughs> right, the wow. Doppler effect. Yeah. Well, that no, that's not how Doppler. Ooh. Yes, that's that. It would be like that. It'd yeah. Be like exactly what you did. <laughs> that's what it would be like. Um. Yeah, and so I um. You know, clearly I've been hesitant to talk about this in the past. I just because I, I you know I didn't want to offend anybody. Right? Like, I I felt like if I say I feel like I'm a woman, um, that it somehow offends some people who are out there. Yeah. So I'm not going to champion this. I'm not going to, I don't know, get a podcast and <laughs> spend an entire podcast talking about it. That'd be crazy. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is, this is how I feel. This is how wow. I feel. And it, I guess it's leading... To what are the steps after this? Yeah. You know, and that's based on the conversation I had with Forrest. Um, you know, I got um, I got information about a voice coach in New York. Wow. Start working my voice. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, people who listen to the podcast know, uh, obviously, I do not sound female. 
And and if I walk down the street and I pass and I open my mouth, I do not pass as female anymore. I get that. I get right. that. But I do, my register does go up and down. Yeah. And that's just the nature of who I am. And I do really bad impersonations and I do peewee and I do, you know, Dr. Evil incredibly poorly. Thank you for nodding on that one. Yes, you do. You do Dr. Evil incredibly oh. poorly. <laughs> Lasers. Uh, anyway. I have struggled in the past of like not wanting my voice. People recognize me from my voice and people I've talked to about this are like, Oh my God, not your voice. Your voice isn't going to go away. Is it? Oh my God. Like you can't, that's dig. Like you can't. Right. And so the way I've been able to rationalize this and justify this in my own mind is, well, maybe this is another voice in my arsenal. Right. Right. Maybe I'll just do a bad female voice. You know, maybe that's, that's, Join the rest of them, right? Yeah. Join the rest of them. But I think this is something that I need to start exploring. Um, even if it's just like I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I we'll we'll see. We'll see where it goes. We'll see if that's an exit that I take, right? Off, yeah. you know, and I'm done on that. Um, you know, and and I guess I've started thinking very seriously about more steps, permanent kind of steps right so in closing uh, let me say i guess i guess i've learned that to be a woman you need to live as a woman duh right, right? Yeah, i mean yeah. duh <laughs> <laughs> actually experience what that's like get a clue be treated as a woman both good and bad you know and get looked at because even though new york state might need a doctor to state that i'm a woman I don't. Uh, I don't. So, uh, so with that, let me let's. Uh, I guess let's wrap. Uh, haven't really talked much about our web presence. This is crazy. Yeah. And not talking about it, we don't mention it. So, adventuresintransgendering.com. Yeah. That is our website. There's a link to our Facebook page, which is Facebook.com/slash/typingmonquette. Yep. We also have a YouTube channel uh, that's a little bit behind. Actually, I've been really busy, okay. so I'm a little yeah. bit behind on it. But uh, if you, those of you who are listening to this podcast on iTunes, if you go to adventuresintransgendering.com, I include additional links uh, to videos that I talk about, movies that I talk about. I just provide a little bit more information if you're curious about all the crazy stuff that that I talk about. Or you can go to our YouTube channel. And again, they tried to give us a really crappy URL (laughs) that I didn't take. Uh, so I guess you're just gonna have to do a search YouTube typing monkette. We have a feta salsa yep. uh, uh, recipe on that, which has which has been liked again. Yeah, you know, and um, and so we have the podcast actually up there on YouTube as well as associated videos. So when I talk about a music group or whatever, right. for Hooters, I have I have all the various stuff out there. Um, so again, look, thank you, thank you for listening, thank you for listening, and uh, continue to share the word because yeah. you know the. Our days of iTunes, new and noteworthy, are have come to a close. Yep, and uh, it's been it's been enough days, and so you know the the road gets a little bit harder to get noticed. So, if you like this podcast and a friend of yours you think might like it, let them know. Let them know. Yeah, uh, and uh, and certainly if you have not left uh, a review on iTunes, uh, if you haven't left, if you haven't sent us an email at yeah. dig at typingmonkeys.com. if you haven't liked our Facebook page, like it, send us a note. Yeah. Give us information. Absolutely. I love the mailbag segment. It's 
might actually be my favorite segment here. Like us, dislike us, whatever. I mean, honest to God, I'm going to joke around. I'm going to joke around, but I love to hear back from people. And this, this show is going to continue to evolve. Yeah. God knows it's going to evolve <laughs> in whatever, you know, four weeks when yeah. it's not going to have Dante on it anymore, yeah. except for, you know, holidays or when I start stalking him, <laughs> you know, in Baltimore. Uh, so yeah, I guess, I guess, uh, that's it. Yeah. So, um, in close this, um, I, I actually will be in BronyCon this weekend. So if you listen to the podcast and we'll be there, um, feel free to come up to me. You've seen pictures of me on our Facebook page. I think so. And yes. my badge will say Dante Alex. So if you see me, absolutely. How, how many people go to BronyCon? Um, over 9,000 were there last year. Over 9,000? Yeah. I've. Don't know how many. A, a little more, I guess. <laughs> a little more than over. Well, over nine thousand. Yeah, exactly. Which again is a Dragon Ball Z reference. Uh, I'm actually I'm rereading oh, yeah. Dragon Ball Z on my iPad now. And awesome. So I, just, I, I got to that. Uh, over eight thousand is the actual reference uh, in there. Yeah. But it's well over eight thousand. Right. Okay. So yeah, uh, we'll wrap this up with today. Nothing can implode by Greg Hoffman. Now this doesn't sound like the Beatles at all. What drugs was I when we started this thing? Jesus.